Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 4, Chapter 25, Verses 45 and 46. Sapto Parikritadvaraha Purastasyastu Dve Adhaha Prithag Vishaya Gatyartham Tasyam Yahakaschaneshwaraha 46. Panchadvarastu Paurastya Dakshinaikatathottara Paschimedve Amushamte Nama Nindrupavarnaye Sapta Seven Upari Up Kritaha Maid Dwaraha Gates Puraha Of the city Tasyaha That Tu Then Dve Tu Adhaha Down Prithak Different Vishaya To places Gati Artham For going Tasyam In that city Yaha, one who, Kaschana, whoever, Ishwaraha, governor. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Kim. Translation of the nine gates in that city, seven were on the surface and two were subterranean. A total of nine doors were constructed and these led to different places. All the gates were used by the city's governor. Please repeat, of the nine gates in that city, seven were on the surface and two were subterranean. A total of nine doors were constructed and these led to different places. All the gates were used by the city's governor. The seven gates of the body that are situated upward are the two eyes, two nostrils, two ears and one mouth. The two subterranean gates are the rectum and the genitals. The king or the ruler of the body, who is the living entity, uses all these doors to enjoy different types of material pleasures. The system of opening different gates to different places is still evident in old Indian cities. Formerly, a capital was surrounded by walls and one passed through various gates to go to various cities or towards specific directions. In Old Delhi, there are still remnants of surrounding walls and various gates known as the Kashmiri Gate, the Lahori Gate, etc. Similarly, in Ahmedabad, there is a Delhi Gate. The point of this simile is that the living entity wants to enjoy different types of material opulences and to this end, nature has given him various holes in his body that he can utilize for sense enjoyment. Then we'll read the next one. Pancha five dwara doors two then paurastya facing the eastern side dakshina southern eka one tatha also uttara one toward the north 
पश्चिमे सिमिलरली ऑन द वेस्टर्न साइड द्वे टू अमूषाम ऑफ देम ते अंतु यू नामानी नेम्स नृपा ओ किंग वर्णये आई शुल डिस्क्राइब Translation translation by Bhaktivedanta Swami Translation, My dear king, of the nine doors, five led toward the eastern side, one led toward the northern side, one led toward the southern side and two led toward the western side. I shall try to give the names of these different doors. Of the seven doors on the surface, namely the two eyes, two ears, two nostrils and one mouth, five look forward. and these are described as the doors facing the eastern side since looking forward means seeing the sun these are described as the eastern gates for the sun rises in the east the gate on the northern side and the gate on the southern side represent the two ears and the two gates facing the western side represent the rectum and the genitals all the doors and gates are described below Let's see what is the next There are many here. So for now, we will just read these two verses. Om Gyanati Mirandhasya Gyanandana Shalakaya Chakshuran Militam Yena Tasmay Shri Guravena Maha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale स्वयं कदाम ददाति स्वदाकम वंदेहम श्रीगुरोंश्रेयुतापदकमल श्रीगुरूवैष्णवांश्रीपम सागृजात सह गणरघुनाथा तम सजीव साइत सवधूत सरीजन सहित कृष्णचैतन्यदेव श्रीराधाकृष्णपादलिताशाखाता हे कृष्णकुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेशोपिकाधाकांदनमोस्तुते तप्तकांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेशरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रि वाछाकल्पतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिताभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम नमो विष्णुपादा कृष्णप्रेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्तिवेदातस्वामी नामिने 
नमस्ते सारस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषा शून्यवादी पाश्चातिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे सो द सिटी ऑफ नाइन गेट्स आई थिंक इट्स मेंशन इन द भगवत गीता रे द सिटी ऑफ नाइन गेट्स हम Hmm? 5:13 नवद्वारे पुरे देही सो भगवत गीता द सिटी आई मीन द बॉडी इज कॉल्ड द सिटी ऑफ नाइन गेट्स सर्व कर्माणि मनसा सन्यस्या संन्यास्यास्ते सुखम वशी नवद्वारे पुरे देहि नैव कुर्वन्न कारयन नैव कुर्वन्न कारयन व्हेन द एम्बॉडीड लिविंग बीइंग कंट्रोल्स हिज नेचर एंड मेंटली रिनाउंसेस ऑल एक्शंस ही रिसाइड्स हैप्पीली इन द सिटी ऑफ नाइन गेट्स द मटेरियल बॉडी नैदर वर्किंग नॉर कॉजिंग वर्क टू बी डन सो नवद्वारे पुरे पुरे देहि so the dehi the soul is situated in this navadware puriyam so the analogies or the allegory allegorical references that narad muni is making to to king prachina barhishat is very difficult for ordinary people to understand if we are told this kind of stories you just go right above the head <laughs> nothing will go inside so you can just imagine what is the intelligence of king prachina barhishat that a story like this which is directed towards him um he will be able to understand later on i think i mean he is already understanding otherwise narad muni would not even tell in this way because the acharya will always tell in a way that the people can understand when shri prabhupad went to america he wrote the poem and there he prayed to krishna please make my um, power of speaking suitable for their understanding you know so <coughs> so the acharya is always when um, we can see ramanuja acharya he came in a time when mayavadi was so uh, mayavadi philosophy was so prominent and they were always quoting shruti and smriti is considered less important so unless it is quoted from shruti they won't accept so although it is faulty conclusion but still just so that they may be converted ramanujacharya quoted from shruti all the time whenever bhagavad gita he is commenting on bhagavad gita and vedan anything he commentary if he does he will quote from the shruti from the vedas every bhagavad gita verse he corroborated with one shruti verse because bhagavad gita is considered smriti so although 
the conclusion is faulty that the Shruti is more important than Smriti. But because the people are conditioned with that way, the Acharya explains in that way. And in one of the purports, I think in the Chaitanya Charitamrita or somewhere, Prabhupada mentions that Rupanugas, the followers of Rupa Goswami, the Acharyas, they are very much... Um, I think this is uh, in reference to Madhilila 9th chapter. I think Buddhist. I think so. But um, Prabhupada mentions that in this Kali Yuga, people do not accept mostly the Vedic authority. So, Rupanugas, they are expert even in logic. Uh, and even by common analogy and common explanation, like logic, using even although Achintya Khaluye Bhava with mundane arguments, mundane um, speculation, we cannot approach the Supreme Lord. But um, the Acharyas, they are very expert in using examples and analogies and stories to uh, convey the point that are there in the scriptures. But because they do not accept scriptures, so in uh, through logic also, Rupanugas should be able to present the philosophy. That does not mean we speculate. <laughs> the logic is already given by great Acharyas like Jiva Goswami and we can see how Srila uh, Prabhupada, uh, even Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, there is a book called Upakhyane Upadesh. All the stories of Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Um, he has devised those stories to easily convey the message. Like many, for example, there is one story where uh, we have put some of those stories in our magazine also. Kite flying. Huh? Kite flying. I was just going to tell that. So, the, um, what is that? Uh, kite flying on the terrace. So, this is to uh, make people understand um, their fault, but in a way that they are not pointed at, the finger is not pointed at them, just like what Narad Muni is doing here. He wanted to say that Prachina Varhishad is wasting his time. Because he is used, he was doing so much Karmakanda. Uh, just material pious activities he was doing. His sons were the Prachetas and they were delivered because of the mercy of Lord Shiva. They were given the spiritual instruction. Whereas his their father, Prachina Varhi, he was entangled in fruitive work. He was always con- concentrating on how to do pious activities according to the Vedic regulations that will allow us to go to heaven, Svargaloka. So, Narad wanted to save him from going to heaven. <laughs> Not save him from going to hell, save him from going to heaven. <laughs> so, because heaven is also a fallen place. So, he wanted to instruct him that you are wrong in what you are doing. But he did not point to him directly. He is telling the story of Puranjan, who is an imaginary character. But actually, who is a Prachinabarhi only. He gave him another name and giving a story of this Prachinabarhi who lives in a city of nine gates and this, that, this, that. Actually, it is referring to this Prachinabarhi only. But he told in different way. So, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur also used to use stories in this way. So, instead of saying... Because devotees, when they say something, because it is always uh, Vairagya Vidya Nijabhakti Yoga, there is always Vairagya involved. 
सो पीपल डू नॉट लाइक इट यूजली बिकॉज प्रवृत्तिषा भूता निवृत्तिस्तु महाफला निवृत्ति बै रियान्सिएशन वी विल गेट मच ग्रेटर फ्रूट बट पीपल आर यूजली अट्राक्टेड टू प्रवृत्ति बिकॉज दे आर यूज टू प्रेय रादर दैन श्रेय दे डोंट सी द अल्टिमेट बेनिफिट दे वॉन्ट इमीडियट बेनिफिट सो इन ऑर्डर टू इंस्टेड ऑफ टेलिंग दम यू आर रॉन्ग यू नो यू डोंट अंडरस्टैंड सो ही डिवाइस द स्टोरी ऑफ काइट ऑफ द काइट फ्लायर बिकॉज चिल्ड्रन इन इंडिया इट इज वेरी कॉमन ड्यूरिंग जानवरी टाइम संक्रांति um that time they fly kites very big if the whole sky will be filled with kites everybody will be uh, uh, did you do that yeah makar sankranti yeah so and then there will be kite from the rooftops everybody will be flying the kites and also they will they thread also the manja they will put the <laughs> glass pieces yeah so with that with the thread they will if another kite is coming they will cut this so it's a game you know and they will capture the kite so in this way there used to be competition lot of competition so everybody goes on the rooftops because from there it is easy to catch the wind so bakshidan saraswati thakur used that story so this boy he was flying the kite from the rooftop but which had no uh, this thing wall so he was so much engrossed in flying the kite and enjoying the whole play that you know if you know how to fly the kite sometimes you have to move backward or sometimes you have to uh, you know pull the thread and sometimes you have to let go so in that excitement he was going backward and he was going to fall you know fall backward to the, and he will die so somebody just pushed him forward you know pull him then he he shouts at that person why are you disturbing my kite flying so then um, no 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 you look at where you are you know one step behind and you will fall so like that of course he dramatizes even more <laughs> actually maybe we can even do dramas on this upakhyana upadesh upadesh so <clears throat> um in fact all the his relatives everybody will come and you know i mean his family you know they you know point the finger at this person who saved him why are you disturbing my my son who is fly, flying a kite who are you you are a stranger you don't even know us who are you? like this you big drama you know <laughs> so actually he saved him so easy for people to understand oh yeah this this family what is this family you know they are <clears throat> unreasonable you know after all he saved him only then the purport you are in that position sir you are doing the same thing so because it is not easy for people to see their own mistake it is very easy to see other people's mistake so although that is wrong acharyas take advantage of that people want to see other people's mistake so he created a story where other people were doing mistake or oh, they were complaining you know about that person who saved yeah 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 he is wrong but then the purport is that actually that that other persons are me they are, i am the one oh, who am restricting my son from going to krishna consciousness because otherwise he is going to fall everybody we are going to fall if we are not going to saved uh, so in this way um, acharyas the device ways and means how to explain <coughs> so city of nine gates here it is mentioned this body kshetra kshetragya you know kshetram 
this is body is also called field and kshetragnya we are the knower of the field this is explained in the 13th chapter of bhagavad gita so but here the system of a city of nine gates is mentioned and prabhupada mentions that formerly a capital was surrounded by walls and one passed through various gates to go to different various cities or towards specific directions in fact we have perfect example in jagannath puri jagannath temple has four gates right and four gates have names actually later verses 47 48 49 until 52 or something all names of those nine gates are given <coughs> so first the main is simha dwaram right what is the that is a northern gate eastern gate um eastern gate simha dwaram then uh, you know the different names of the different gates huh oh horse means ashwa ashwadwara or oh, simhadwara ashwadwara uh, gajadwara our <laughs> elephant what is hasta uh, hasta dwara then horse is what ashwadwara ashwadwara hasta dwara simhadwara then another one huh tiger vyagra hmm. vyagra dwara <coughs> so actually in the temple different people enter from different gates right prabhu yeah. am i right yeah. like those tantrics they enter from which gate uh, gate southern gate. gate which is hastadwara ashwadwara ashwadwara so from the southern gate the tantrics those kind of people enter jagannath temple now the usual main gate is a simhadwara so so there are different purposes for different gates who enters and who exits from where so like that cities used to be like that and they used to be have having these walls like the great wall of china and they also did wall <coughs> so and probably it's giving example in old delhi there were there are still remnants of surrounding walls and various gates known as kashmiri gate lahori gate etc i think there is also what is that big uh, gate ha uh, india gate ha huh? what is that gate famous gate rashtrapati bhavan ha huh? india gate yeah i think that was done by the british probably i don't know not french no no ha huh? Mm. Yeah. Mm. He is from Delhi, you know. You should know. <laughs> yeah. So I went there. I saw those gates and some other things as well. I think even Jantar Mantar is there. I mean, some nearby somewhere. So, so this is the. Uh, system and here also in our body the different gates are for different purposes not only for the immediate sense gratification like the eyes are for seeing and the nostrils are for smelling and ears are for hearing mouth is for speaking and tasting and the genitals are for sex and rectum is for you know passing out uh, waste products of the body but also the f- the more 
remote consequences uh, like how we use these um, senses and where we go eventually to the destination uh, if we do sinful activities with these with these gates um, instead of you know seeing the form of the lord uh, if we use it to see the form of uh, what beautiful woman in a, in a brothel and then tamodwaram we open the tamodwaram which is to hell there's three gates to hell um, what is that trividham narakasyedam dwaram nashanam atmanah kama krodha tatha lobhas tasmad etat trayam tyajet so again gates what is this going on Sixteen twenty-one. You see, three kinds. Uh, there are three gates leading to this hell: lust, anger, and greed. Every sane man should give these up, for they they lead to the degradation of the soul. So different gates go to different. So maha mahat sevam dwaram ahur vimuktes. Another gate is mentioned in Bhagavatam. See how many lectures Prabhupada gave on this subject. Mahatsevam dwaram ahur vimukte stamodwaram yoshitam sanghi sangam mahantaste samachittaha prashanta vimanyava suhrita sadhavoye One can attain the path of liberation from material bondage only by rendering service to the highly advanced spiritual personalities uh, whether they be impersonalists or devotees. So if you serve impersonalists you go to the brahman effulgence you merge there and if you serve the devotees then you go to the vaikuntha planets so whether one wants to merge into the lord's existence or wants to associate with the personality of godhead in the vaikuntha planets one should render service to the mahatmas for those who are not interested in such activities who associate with people fond of women and sex the path to hell is wide open the mahatmas are equipoised they do not see any difference between one living entity and another they are very peaceful and are fully engaged in devotional service they are devoid of anger and they work for the benefit of everyone they do not behave in any abominable way such people are known as mahatmas so tamodwaram yoshitam sanghi sangam so the genitals uh, there is proper use dharma viruddha bhuteshu kamosme bharatarshabha which is 711 I am sex life, which is not contrary to religious principles. So, there is use for everything, but if it is used in the wrong way, if the gate is used to go to a different place, to a brothel, then we end up in a different place, hell. Rishabdev, this is actually spoken by Rishabdev. This five five two, Mahat Sevam, Mahat Sevam, Dwaram Ahur Vimuktes.
This is spoken by Rishabh Dev who had 100 sons. Uh, but at the same time, he is preaching about detachment. Uh, because um, those 100 sons were not begotten with the idea that, oh, these are my sons, I have to, you know, just have this material relationship with them. That's No. He, to bring forth population into this world, and which is responsible population, devotee population, and that is proper use of the genitals. So, but if it is not used that way, uh, if it is used for unnecessary sense gratification, yoshitam sangi sangam, then path to hell is wide open. So that is explained in today's verse. So one pass through various gates to go to various cities to towards specific or towards specific directions. Hmm. So the nature has given uh, by the order of Krishna, Karmana Daivanetrena Jantur Deho and we are given a set of um, particular senses, which is explained also if we go to the 15th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, 15, 8, 9, 10, we will find how we are given. Shariram yadavapnoti utkramatishwaraham grihitvaitani samyati vayurgandhani vashayat. The living entity in the material world carries his different conceptions of life from one body to another as the air carries aromas. Thus he takes one kind of body and again quits it to take another. The air carries aromas. The air is considered uh, compared to the living entity. And the aromas are considered the associations that the living entity makes in this world. Like the air passes through a rose garden, it associates with the rose smell. And it carries it. And therefore, when we uh, stand at a distance and the air is coming from the rose garden, we feel the smell of the rose. The air particularly has no fragrance or no stench. It doesn't stink or it doesn't, it has no, it is odorless. But why it has odor? Because it passes through. So similarly, the living entity has no material quality. It is completely spiritual by nature. But because it associates with different qualities, Karanam Gunasangosya, Sadasadhyoni Janma. So, um, it carries the aromas. Therefore, the previous karma is called also vasana. Vasana means smell and vasana also means carry forward of previous karma. This is the reason why it is called. So, Because it is like an aroma. <coughs> so, if we uh, had in our previous life associated with the mode of ignorance, our association means associating all everything that we do, what kind of um, thoughts we have, what kind of actions we do, what kind of charity we do, what kind of worship we do, what kind of music we listen to, what kind of when in the day do I wake up, some people say I am a morning person, some people say I am an afternoon person, some are a night person, why they are like that, because they are predominantly um, governed by the mode of goodness or passion or ignorance. So, in this way, as we associate with the modes, uh, then we develop our qualities. 
So these are aromas, vasana. <coughs> what is the word for va- smell here? Gandhan. Yeah, here it is called gandhan. Vayur gandhan. Sugandha and Durgandha. Sugandha means good smell. Durgandha means bad smell. So therefore, by the smell, we can know where it came from. Similarly, there are symptoms of where we come from by looking at our present life. So that is explained by Kunti Devi. Janmaishwarya Shruta Shribhe Redhamana Madha Puman. Of course, it becomes, <laughs> it leads to Madha. Janma Aishwarya Shruta and Shribhe. Actually, the verse is actually different, differently constructed. Mm. Because usually, when we get these things, what is Janma? Janma means good birth. Aishwarya means to get opulence, uh, richness, riches. Shruta means to get good intelligence and Shribhir means uh, bodily beauty. So these are signs of a previous past pious life. But uh, the problem is we may get puffed up with these things. Um, So in the 6th chapter uh, if we go to 40 uh, all the way to 43 uh, here Arjuna asks what what happens to that person who takes to spiritual life with uh, great eagerness but then after some time he falls away. So then Krishna says this, the Supreme Personality of God had said, Son of Pritha, transcendentalist engaged in auspicious activities does not meet with destruction either in this world or in the spiritual world. One who does good, my friend, is never overcome by evil. Okay, so... This is the unsuccessful yogi after many many years of enjoyment on the planets of the pious living entities is born into a family of righteous people or into a family of rich aristocracy. So this is sign of good birth. Uh, Although it's a failure that he did not go back to Krishna but still Neha Vikramanashosti Pratyavayo Navadyate Svalpam Apyasya Dharmasya Trayate Mahato Bhayat So this is the um, practical uh, result of that. Neha Vikramanashasti means even a little bit of advancement in spiritual life, in devotional service. In Karma Yoga, I mean, in, in sorry, in Karma Kanda, it is not really, you, you even if you do a little bit fault, the whole thing may be lost. Like this king, uh, king who? The one who became a lizard. He, he used to give, he used to do so much pious activities every day that there is no count, there is no count of when he can finish enjoying the results of his pious activities. He used to give 13,000 and I think, I don't know how many cows a day, 13,064 cows or something a day to Brahmanas every day. And one day, after so many years of giving, one day he made a mistake. He gave cows to one Brahmin and then he gave the cows to another Brahmin but accidentally one cow from this herd went, went to this herd and then this uh, that cow which was given to this Brahmin was taken and given to this Brahmin in effect. But he did not know it. 
But still, the two brahmanas started to fight with each other. No, no, this is my cow, no, this is my cow, my cow, my cow, this is... I don't know what kind of brahmins they were, if they were fighting like that, but they were having thousands of other cows anyway. But this is the leela to show us. Otherwise, they would not be even mentioned in the Bhagavatam. They were mentioned in the Bhagavatam. <laughs> when this kind of uh, seemingly stupid things happen, just like the Yadavas, they fought among themselves. Krishna had a plan. So, um, so the Brahmanas were fighting among themselves and this is my cow. Then, when the two Brahmanas came to the king, king, you have made a mistake. That you gave him one cow and then now you take, took that cow and gave the, to this. So, the king apologized. He said, okay, for each cow, I mean, forget about this one cow, I will give each 1,000-1,000 cow or I don't know how many thousand of cows. Brahmanas were still not ready. No, you have made a mistake. What kind of, I don't know what kind of Brahmanas were there. But, they were still not satisfied. <laughs> so, this is to teach us. Then what happened? He became a lizard. The Brahmanas cursed him also. He did so much pious activities, not all that was not seen. One mistake you did, even you are ready to, you know, reverse it by hundred, hundred or thousands, I don't know how many cows to replace each, that one cow, to each of these Brahmanas. But still they are not ready to settle. No, we will fight and we will curse you also. And they cursed him to become lizard. For many, many years, thousands of years, he was just a lizard. This was that one mistake. So that is to show that if we take a wealth of a Brahmana, we will become a lizard. Hmm. So then Krishna came and saved him. So this is the problem with uh, pious activities, material pious activities. You do little bit wrong, everything is gone. Therefore Krishna said, that's why in second chapter Krishna said, Hatova prapsasi svargam jitvava bhokshase mahim. If you die, you go to heaven. If you win this war, Arjuna, you will you will enjoy this earth. Either way, you are a winner. Hmm. So, you know, uh, don't worry. Just get up and fight. So, either, it was either win or die. But then he said another thing. Then he said, Eshate bhihita sankhye buddhiryoge buddhiyoge imam shrunu Buddhya yukto yaya partha karma bandham prahasyasi in the second chapter 39th verse. Then he said, Neha bhikramanasustya. Now, until now, I told you Sankhya Yoga. Now, I am telling you Buddhi Yoga, which is devotional service. And it is Buddhi Yoga, karma bandham prahasyasi. You will get out of karma bandha. Because in, if you see that as a Kshatriya, you should do this duty, either you go to heaven or you enjoy this earth, it is still karma bandha. Heaven is also karma bandha, earth is also karma bandha. But now I will tell you another yoga, which is called buddhi yoga, by which karma bandham prahasya, see. Then in, then in that yoga, neha bhikramanashosti. Uh, there is no loss at all. Hmm. There is no loss. Uh, there, then he said, vyavasayatma. Therefore, you must be fixed up in following the order of the uh, guru. In this, in this case, Krishna himself. So, 
we have to be very fixed up with the uh, as a matter of duty not to uh, get this or that result but yogastha kuru karmani sangam tyaktva dhananja siddhya siddhi asiddhyo samabhutva samatvam yoga uchyate karmanyeva adhikaraste ma phileshu kadachana so um, that is yoga siddhi uh, karma siddhi that means samatvam without any siddhya siddha or asiddha it doesn't matter labha labha jaya jaya it doesn't matter um, whether win or lose whether perfect or not perfect doesn't matter we have to do our duty even if we do it imperfectly better do the duty stick to the duty it is better than doing something which is capricious which is sinful um <clears throat> so uh, these are the symptoms of a person who is a pious soul similarly those who are impious souls they go to different dwara they go to dwaram nashanam atmanah another gate again tanaham dushata kruran samsareshu naradhaman i think i think next verse let's read this one also Kshipami ajasram ashubhan ashurishvevayonishu Those who are envious and mischievous who are the lowest among men I perpetually cast into the ocean of material existence into various demoniac species of life Where is Dwaram Nash? Oh Dwaram? Oh that is 1621 only Yeah So uh, This is also uh, Dwaram means a way basically Door means a way <coughs> So this is downward. Asurim yoni maapanna, mudha janmani janmani. For many many births, maam aprapyai vakaunte tato yante adhamam gatim, uttamam gatim, adhamam gatim. So today's verse also there is a gati, right? Gati artham for going. Gati artham. So, Uttama Gati and Adhama Gati. So, which way we want to choose? So, that, is depend, that is depending on us. Especially human beings. We only have this choice of going upward or downward. Urdhum gachanti sattvastha, madhyetishthanti rajasa, jaganya gunavrittistha, adho gachanti tamasa. Those situated in the mode of goodness gradually go upward to the higher planets. Those in the mode of passion live on the earthly planets and those in the abominable mode of ignorance go down to the hellish worlds. <coughs> so with all our senses we can perform pious or sinful activities. So how we use that is actually the most important. So we should understand that we have these senses and you know, we have, there is use, what is the proper use of senses? So, let us see what is the proper use of the senses. This is exemplified by Ambrish Maharaj. Savaimana Krishna padaravindayor Vacham sivai kuntha gunanu varnane Karau harer mandira marjanadishu 
श्रुतिम चकाराच्युत सत्कोदे मुकुंदलिंगालयदर्शने दृशौ तद्भृत्यगात्रस्पर्शेंगसंगम घ्राण चत्दशरोजसौरभे श्रीमतुसारसना तदर्ते पाद हरे क्षेत्रपदासर्पणे शिरो ऋषिकेश पदाभिवंदने काम चेन तो काम काम्यया यथोत्तम श्लोक जनाश्रयाथिंग Mathura and Vrindavan he engaged his sense of touch in touching the bodies of the lord's devotees he engaged his sense of smell in smelling the fragrance of tulsi offered to the lord so in the coming to the point of touching the bodies of devotees so there are three ways so for the advanced devotees we touch their feet and with equals we usually embrace and for lower or like guru he touches the head of the <coughs> uh, disciple or you know the junior devotee like this uh he engaged his sense of in uh, of smell in smelling the fragrance of the tulsi offered to the lord and he engaged his tongue in tasting the lord's prasad he engaged his legs in walking to the holy places and temples of the lord his head in bowing down before the lord and all his desires in serving the lord 24 hours a day indeed maharaj ambarish never desired anything for his own sense gratification he engaged all his senses in devotional service in various engagements related to the lord This is the way to increase attachment for the Lord and be completely free from all material desires. So this is how we have to use we have to use our senses um, to elevate ourselves to Krishna bhakti. Rishi ke na Rishi ke se sevanam bhakti ruchchate. And there are nice verses actually in Mukundamala stotra. कृष्ण प्रणिपात धूलिधवल तद्वर्ष्म तैशिरा तेनेमसोजिते सुचिभ्यादृश्यते सा बुद्धिर्विमलेन्दुशंखलायिनी सा जिह्वामृतवर्षिणी प्रतिपद या स्तौति नारायण दिस इज दैट हेड इज द लॉफ्टिएस्ट which is white with dust from bowing down to lord krishna those eyes are the most beautiful which darkness has abandoned after they have seen lord hari that intelligence is spotless like the white glow of the moon or a conch shell which concentrates on lord madhava and that tongue rains down nectar which constantly glorifies lord narayan next verse he actually orders uh, king kulashekar orders his senses 
जिह्वे कीर्तय केशवं मुरिपुम चेतो भज श्रीधर पाणिद्वन्वसमर्चयाच्युत कथा श्रोत्रदृणु कृष्ण लोकयलोचन दरे गच्छांग्रियुग्माल जिघ्रघ्राण मुकुंद पादुसी मूर्धन्नमाधोक्षज ओ टंग प्रेज द ग्लोरीज ऑफ लॉर्ड केशवा ओ माइंड प्लीज वर्शिप द एनिमी ऑफ मोरा ओ हैंड सर्व द लॉर्ड ऑफ श्री ओ इयर्स हियर द टॉपिक्स ऑफ लॉर्ड अच्युता ओ आईज गेज अपॉन लॉर्ड श्री कृष्ण ओ फीट गो टू द टेम्पल ऑफ द लॉर्ड हरी ओ नो स्मेल द तुलसी बर्ड्स ऑन लॉर्ड मुकुंदज फीट ओ हैड बाउ डाउन टू लॉर्ड अधोक्ष This is the twentieth verse, and there is another verse, thirty-fourth verse also. After the Krishna Tvadiya Padapanka Japanjarantam, that verse, the next verse, is also same. He orders again his senses. Chetas chinta yakirta yasvarasane. Chetas chinta yakirta yasvarasane. Namri bhavatam shiro. हस्तावंजलि संपुटम रचयतम वंदस्य दीर्घम वपू आत्मन संश्रय पुंडरीकनयनम नागाचलेन्द्रस्थित धन्यम पुण्यतम तदेव परम दैव हि सत्सिद्ध ओ माइंड थिंक ऑफ द लोटस आई लॉर्ड हू रिक्लाइंस ऑन द माउंटेन लाइक सर्पेंट अनंत O tongue, glorify him. O head, bow down to him. O hands, join your palms in supplication to him. O body, offer outstretched obeisances to him. O heart, take full shelter of him. That supreme Lord is the topmost deity. It is He alone who is all auspicious and supremely purifying. He alone who awards eternal perfection. So two times he is ordering. So therefore, Sri Bhakti Siddhan Saraswati Thakur also said, two times you beat your mind. One in the morning, one in the evening, hundred times each time. So to control the mind and think always of Krishna, because if the mind is focused, mind is the leader of the senses. Um, what is that? Manasa, sastan indriyani, prakriti sthani karshati, mamay vamsu jivaloke jivahuta sanatana, mana sastan indriyani. Six senses led by the mind. So therefore, Krishna said. मयर्पित मनोबुद्धि इन्वेस्ट योर माइंड इंटेलिजेंस इन मी एंड देन ऑटोमेटिकली सेंसेस विल बी इमर्स्ड सो विद अटेंशन वी हैव टू डू आल्सो इफ ओनली द सेंसेस आर एंगेज्ड द माइंड इज नॉट एंगेज्ड आवर माइंड इज समवेयर एल्स देन होल पॉइंट इज लॉस्ट सो बिकॉज़ द होल थिंग इज स्मर्तव्य सततम विष्णु विस्मर्तव्य न जातुचि द माइंड स्मर्त स्मरणम इज विद द माइंड सो ऑलवेज रिमेंबर कृष्णा एंड नेवर फॉरगेट हिम So if I am forgetting Krishna even while doing service, then what is the point? So that is the whole idea. The mind, so why mana Krishna padarvandhu? Then vacham se why kunte gunano varne and harer, you know, harer harer man karau harer man diramar janadisho. All this will happen. And then what we should not do with our senses? Again, twenty fourth verse of Mukundamala Stotra. This is uh, the longest verse. 
मद्राक्षं क्षेण पुण्यान् क्षणमपिभवतो भक्तिहीनान् पदाब्जे माश्रोषं श्राव्यबन्धं तवचरितमपास्यान्यदाख्यान जातं मास्मार्षं माधवत्वां अपिभुवनपते चेतसापहनुवानान् माभूयं त्वत्सपर्या व्यतिकररहितो जन्म जन्मांतरेपी ओ माधवा प्लीज डू नॉट लेट मी इवन ग्लांस एट दोज हूज पायस क्रेडिट्स आर सो डिप्लीटेड दैट दे हैव नो डिवोशन फॉर योर लोटस फीट I don't want to see those who have no devotion to the lotus feet of Krishna. Please do not be please do not let me be distracted from listening to the worthy narrations of your pastimes and become interested in others other topics. Please O Lord of the universe let me pay no attention to those who avoid thinking of you and let me never be unable to serve you in some menial way birth after birth. So in this way he is praying Although he is ordering his senses, there is another verse, um, 36th verse. A person who can order his senses, he is called Goswami. Goswami, master of the senses. Now, Godas is what my position is. So, for people like me, he has also conf- uh, composed another verse. Ah... Uh, I'm going to this Andhasya Mehrita Viveka. Andhasya Mehrita Viveka Mahadhanasya Chauraihi Prabho Balibhirindriya Namadheyaihi Mohandhakupa Kuhare Vinipatitasya Deveshadehi Kripanasya Karavalambam O Lord, the powerful thieves of my senses, now he is describing them as thieves. Have blinded me by stealing my most precious possession, my discrimination. And they have thrown me deep into the pitch dark well of delusion. Please, O Lord of Lords, extend your hand and save this wretched soul. This is very important. The senses have blinded me and by stealing my most precious possession, which is my discrimination. Two verses in the second chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Krishna has said this. The senses are so strong and impetuous, O Arjuna, that they forcibly carry away the the mind even of a man of discrimination who is endeavouring to control them. Hmm. Then he again says in the 67th verse, it is not that, oh, yeah, he is uncontrollable fellow, you know, he is he's not a vidwan, he is not, he is a loafer fellow. No, even the most vidwan will be, vidwam samapikarshati. Here, indriyanam hi charatam yan manonu vidhiyate tadasya harati pragyam, pragyam, vayur navamivambhasi, pragyam, intelligence. Discrimination is the power of intelligence or the fixed. 
faculty of intelligence. As a strong wind sweeps away a boat on the water, even one of the roaming senses on which the mind focuses can carry away a man's intelligence. And this is true for all times. Najatu kamaha kamanam upabhogena samyati havisha krishna vartmeva bhuya eva bhivardhate. As hmm? okay, let's read this, it's still relevant. As supplying butter to a fire does not diminish the fire but instead increases it more and more, the endeavor to stop lusty desires by continual enjoyment can never be successful. In fact, one must voluntarily cease from material desires. If you go to the next next verse, which is 16. Yes. Jiryato yana jiryate. Yadustyaja durmatibhir Jiryatoya Najiryate Tam Trishnam Dukha Nivaham Sharmakamo Drutam Tyajet Trishnam Trishnam Desire hmm. See Jiryate means Jirnani means what? Jirna means old age. Jirya hmm, what is that? Jiryato ya najiryate. Although we may become old, that lust will not become old. It will stay forever young. It will st- that means it will be there until the end of life. For those who are too attached to material enjoyment, sense gratification is very difficult to give up. Even when one is an invalid because of old age, one cannot give up such desires for sense gratification. Therefore, one who actually desires happiness must give up such unsatisfied desires which are the cause of all tribulations. Prabhupada mentioned the story of Akbar and Birbal. So, Akbar um, Akbar said to Birbal that I think this lust, you know, once you become 50, it will die down. You know, have no more potency, no more strength anymore. So, it will die down. Birbal said, no, no, no. That is not the case. <laughs> and Akbar said, no, how you can say? Huh? Old as who can? Who can become lusty? No, 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 it's not possible. Okay, let me show you. So he found one, he made, he found an old man, and one old man who's going to die, who's on his deathbed already, anytime he can pass away. And he said, You bring your daughter, young daughter, Akbar's daughter was a young girl, beautiful girl. So you bring your daughter, let's see. Now we'll go to the uh, old man. And first, uh, let your daughter in and just you observe his eyes. And that man was like, going to die, you know, like, no energy, uh, like that, you know. <laughs> Deathbed. So, when the beautiful girl came, then he was like, like that, big eyes. <laughs> big. He was already old, you know, like, <laughs> his eyes became big. Then Akbar, you are right, you are right, <laughs> even at this stage he cannot give up. So although one may, may not be able to do it, so that is Jiryate, the body may not be able to do it, but the mind is still hoping for this and that's why we have here Gelang, you know, so many old men come and carry one young girl in the, you know, hand, holding hand with one young girl, prostitute, 
they are old so old and they have, there are illegal hawkers here selling uh, some pill to enhance his pleasure potency <laughs> so in this way um, they try to Prabhupada mentioned another example of an 85 year old man going to the strip club so, some, um, so they want to see in different ways they want to chew they chewed in, a, in different ways thinking that if I do it differently it will be better but actually it is the same thing Hmm. So, therefore, even in old age, one cannot give up such desires for sense gratification. So, the senses are very strong. And, of course, wow, this is very long, almost 10 o'clock. But just briefly, so, we have covered this many times, but just because this is the context of the senses. So, the senses... What are those verses? I forgot. 11, 8, 7, ah, 11, 8, yeah, 11, 8, 16 to 20 probably, I think. Huh? 16? Uh, that is woman like the moth then the other rest of the uh, fish and all this also are there you know in that similar chapter eleven eight twenty probably ah okay we can eleven eight seventeen first we go to eleven eight seven there is an example of moth. This is all senses. Which sense is more powerful? Because just now we read what in the Bhagavad Gita? Indriyanam hi charatam yan manonu vidhiyate tadasya harati pragnyam vayur Our senses are always roaming. Going here and going there. But when our mind focuses on one of the senses which is roaming somewhere and it goes to that, that's it. Our intelligence is tadasya harati pragnyam. It ruins our intelligence. <coughs> Huh? What is that? Just now in the Mukundamala Sutra. The thieves of my senses have uh, stolen my most cherished property which is my discrimination. That's what this is all about. And in the Bhagavad Gita he said, one of the senses when the mind focuses, the intelligence is lost, which is discrimination. Now how are the senses lost? Here is there are examples. Moth is one of the examples. Who loses his discrimination because of his sense of sight. He seizes a bright light. It is fire. Oh, so bright. Go straight towards it and burns itself. So here the comparison made. Drishtva striyam devamayam tad bhavair ajitendriyaha pralobhitaha patantyandhe tamasyagnau patangavat. Patanga means moth. This uh, firefly, whatever. Moth, yeah. One who has failed to control his senses, immediately feels attraction upon seeing a woman's form, which is created by the illusory energy of the Supreme Lord. Drishtva, what is it? Devamayam. Drishtva, striyam, devamayam. Striyam is devamayam. Hmm. 
Indeed, when the woman speaks with enticing words, smiles coquettishly, co- coquettishly, coquettishly means in a shy manner, in a no, no, seducing manner, moves her body sensuously, his mind is immediately captured and thus he falls blindly into the darkness of material existence, just as a moth maddened by the fire rushes blindly into its flames. Now here you see Sridhar Swami is explaining in the purport. Sridhar Swami explains in this regard that just as a moth is killed by its attraction to the form of fire, similarly a bee can easily be killed by exploiting its attraction to the fragrance of flowers. Hmm. Its fragrance smell gets gets, gets the bee into its problem. Then, furthermore, hunters may trap and kill an elephant by exploiting his sensuous desire to touch a captive female elephant and may also kill a deer by attracting it with the sounds of their horns. You know, in the have the bugle or the flute. And a fish is killed by its desire to taste the bait on a hook. Thus, one who desires to learn detachment from material illusion should accept these five helpless creatures as guru and learn the needful. Gurus. These are called bogus gurus. <laughs> they teach you what not to do. So you can learn two things from an example. You can learn what you should do and they can be, there are also examples what you should not do. So these are gurus teaching us what we should not do. <laughs> bogus gurus. So... Um, so these are actually verses are also there. Actually, next verse also is Yoshidhiranya Bharanam Bharadi Dravyeshu Maya Rachiteshu Mudha Dravyeshu Maya Rachiteshu Pralobhitatma Hyupabhoga Buddhya Patangavan Nashatidnashta Drishti Patangavad again. A foolish man with no discrimination. See? Discrimination lost because of the senses. Harta. Viveka, andhasya me hrita viveka, mahadhanasya. Hrita means to lose, viveka means discrimination, intelligence. A foolish, foolish man with no discrimination is immediately aroused at the sight of a woman, beautifully decorated with golden ornaments, fine clothing and other accoutrements. Being eager for sense gratification, such a fool loses all intelligence and is destroyed just like a moth rushing into a blazing fire. And 17. Gramya Geetam Nashrunu Yad. This is Gramya Katha. Hmm? Na, what is that? Nashunibe. You know, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Gramya Katha Nashunibe. So, Gramya Geetam. There is a Bhagavad Gita and there is a Gramya Gita. People usually want Gramya Gita. Gramya Geetam Nashrunu Yad. Yatir Vanachara Kvachet. Shikshet Harinat Baddhan Margayor Gita Mohitat. Very nice verse actually. A saintly person dwelling in the forest in the renounced order of life should never listen to songs or music promoting material enjoyment. Rather, not only songs and music, even descriptions promoting material enjoyment. Just like Kirtan means music, the song, Hare Krishna, and also topics like now Bhagavatam. Rather, a saintly person should carefully study the example of the deer who is bewildered by the sweet music of the hunter's flute and is thus captured and killed. So, we are 
you know then nrityavaditra geetani jushan gramyani yoshitam asam kredanako vasya rishas rishyasringo mrigisutaha another becoming attracted to the worldly singing dancing and musical entertainment of beautiful women even the great sage rishyasringa the son of a deer fell totally under their control just like a pet animal actually i have no idea who this is let's see oh yeah rishyasringa is that the son who was never shown a woman is that the one rishyasringa You remember that story where the boy was not shown a single woman in his life hmm. anyway Rishyasringa was intentionally brought up by his father yes in an atmosphere of complete innocence the father thought that if his son were never exposed to the sight of women he would always remain a perfect brahmachari but by chance the inhabitants of the neighboring kingdom who were suffering from a long term drought received divine advice that rain would return to their kingdom only after the brahmana named rishyasringa set foot in it therefore they sent beautiful women to rishyasringa's hermitage to entice him and bring him back with them since rishyasringa had never never even heard about women he easily fell for their trap the name rishyasringa indicates that the young sage was born with a deer like horn growing out of his forehead If like the deer a rishi becomes attracted to sweet musical sounds promising sense gratification then like the deer he is quickly vanquished a thoughtful person should humbly take instruction from the deer who is doomed by attraction to musical sense gratification jihvayati pramathinya janorasa vimohitah mrityum richhati asad buddhir meenastu badishairyatha these verses should actually we must remember just as a fish incited by the desire to enjoy his tongue is fatally trapped on the fisherman's hook similarly a foolish person is bewildered by the extremely disturbing urges of the tongue and and thus is ruined hmm any other hmm yeah indriyani jayantyashu निराहारा मनीषिणः वर्जयित्वा तुरसनम् तद् निरन्नस्य वर्धते दिस इज अनदर थिंग बाय फास्टिंग लर्नड मैन क्विकली ब्रिंग ऑल द सेंसेस एक्सेप्ट द टंग अंडर कंट्रोल बिकॉज़ बाय अब्स्टेनिंग फ्रॉम ईटिंग सच मैन आर अफ्लिक्टेड अफ्लिक्टेड विद एन इंक्रीज डिजायर टू ग्रेटिफाई द सेंस ऑफ टेस्ट सो आई थिंक नाउ वी आर फास्टिंग एट 10:00 ऑलरेडी सो I think you better stop here. So anyway, there's this subject can like go on and on. There's what is this? Ah, uh, therefore, although one may conquer all of the other senses, as long as the tongue is not conquered, it cannot be said that one has control of senses. However, if one is able to control the tongue, then one is understood to be in full control of all the senses. Sanskrit is very important. Tavat jitendriyonasyaad. विजितान्येन्द्रियः 
जीवे फैले विषय सागरे तारे मध्य जिह्वाती लोभमाए सुदूरमाती ताके जिता कठिन समसारे कृष्ण बड़ा दायमाए कोरीबारी जिह्वा जाए स्वप्रसाद अन्न दिलो भाई शेयर नाम रत पाव राधा कृष्ण गुण गाओ प्रेमे डाको श्री चेतन नेताए therefore प्रसादम is there to relieve us of this most voracious and most dangerous of all our senses the tongue that's why अतः श्रीकृष्णनामादे नाभवेत ग्राहमिंद्रिय सेवन मुखे ही जिह्वादव। Again, from the tongue self-realization starts. From tongue, the path to hell also starts. What is that? Just now I wanted to say something. Yeah, प्रसादे सर्वदुखानाम हानिरस्योपजायते प्रसन्नचेतसो हि आशु बुद्धि पर्यवतिष्ठते uh, 265. Actually, it is not exactly the mentioning the prasadam of the food, but still, this is also prasadam, prasadam in mercy. So, actually, Prabhupada used this in one context, one time. Prasade sarvadukhanam hani rasyopajayate. All distresses. Hmm. For thus, one satisfied in Krishna consciousness. Prasade sarvadukhanam. The threefold miseries of material existence exist no longer. In such satisfied consciousness, one's intelligence is soon well established. In other words, even if we take the prasadam as the... Because, you see, if the previous verse is what the context is. Ragadvesha vimuktaistu vishyan indriyascharan atmavasher vidhyatma prasadam adhigachati. Prasadam here is mercy of the Lord. The food is also mercy of the Lord. A person free from all attachment and aversion and able to control his senses through regulative principles of freedom can obtain the complete mercy of the Lord. So when he has achieved the complete mercy of the Lord, prasade sarvadukhanam hane rasyopajayate. It will cause the ruination or destruction of all miseries. Prasadam. Material misery also will get this. Because once we are hungry, it is a distressful condition. That is also solved. And spiritual hunger is also solved. And... More importantly, prasanna chetaso hi asu, we become happy. Buddhi paryavatishthate, soon our intelligence is well established. In such satisfied consciousness, one's intelligence is soon well established. So, Prabhupada started his whole movement with prasadam and of course harinam and prasadam. And they were coming actually just to eat the food. They were all hippies, drug, completely lost. <laughs> but they came for the food, gulab jamun, everything they liked, kachori, everything they liked. So they were eating. And then soon their intelligence was well established. Then they could understand, understand the uh, higher philosophy, Krishna's philosophy. Ahara Shuddhav, Sattva Shuddhi. Think 3.11 purport. Aharashuddhav, Sattvasuddhi, Chandogya Upanishad, 7.26.2, Aharashuddhav, Sattvasuddhi, Sattvasuddhav, Dhruvasmriti, Smritilambhe, Sarvagranthinam, Vipramokshaha. By performance of Vyagnya, one's eatables become sanctified. And by eating sanctified foodstuffs, one's very existence becomes purified. 
by the purification of existence finite issues in the memory become sanctified and when memory is sanctified one can think of the path of liberation and all these combined together lead to krishna consciousness the great necessity of present day society all starts with anna food <coughs> of course there is ahara in the mode of goodness passion ignorance there is ahara invitation by a non devotee materialistic person it can go on and on we can always branch and branch so anyway we'll stop here any questions or comments on this topic some question is coming which one we need to control first whether mind or senses question i think the question was answered in the class itself which one we should control first mind or senses mind right no tang sevan mohe smukhe hi jihvado because the mind is not control until we control our tongue hmm. huh? mind is leader but it is now led by the tongue it <laughs> has become a follower <laughs> the mind is supposed to be the leader uh, but it is become it has become chosen to become the follower of the tongue the tongue is dictating and uh, what is that the three senses in line uh, just uh, there is one why nice verse there is uh, yeah there is one verse wait see uh, Ah, this one, yeah. We will not read the whole thing. This this last part. The attached householder is like a silkworm which weaves a cocoon in which it becomes imprisoned, unable to get out. Simply for the satisfaction of two important senses, the genitals and the tongue, one is bound by material condition. How can one escape? So a wife. This is what. Uh, a wife. Kim Kim Jaya, some Sritihe to Bhutaya. Jaya means wife. she is samsriti hetu bhutaya she increases the material attachment by controlling the man with the those three senses first she will cook nicely and the tongue is satisfied when the tongue is satisfied belly is satisfied when there is pressure of the belly then the genitals are agitated and she provides satisfaction for that also so in this way the three senses um, jihva udara upastha Um, <clears throat> what is the first verse on nectar of instruction vacho vegam manasa krodha vegam jihva vegam udara upastha vegam etan veganyo vishaheta dhira sarvam api mam prithivim sasishyat he is a goswami who has control all his senses and in the in that order in that verse jihva vegam udara upastha vegam udara means stomach jihva means tongue udara means stomach upasthamins genital so in this way um one has to control one senses <coughs> 22 16 22 16 
yeah, the senses, uncontrollable senses. There are so many. You can go out, go in a big rabbit hole. Three thirty-nine. Dushpure and Analena. Nine nineteen fourteen. Senses are always but this is yeah, this sums up. This is by who? Madhavan no. Who is this? Who wrote this? Bhaktira Samrita Sindhu. So Bhaktira Samrita Sindhu. Actually, this is 17. Kama dinam katina katidha palita durni deshas tesham jata mayina karuna natrapano pashanti utsrajayetana tayadupate sampratam labdha buddhis twamaya tahasharanamabhayam mamni yung shat mamni yung Oh my Lord, there is no limit to the unwanted orders of lusty desires. Although I have rendered these desires so much service, they have not shown any mercy to me. I have not I have not been ashamed to serve them, nor have I even desired to give them up. Oh my Lord, O oh head of the Yadu dynasty, recently, however, my intelligence has been awakened and now I am giving them up. Due to transcendental intelligence, I now refuse to obey the unwanted orders of these desires and I now come to you to surrender myself at your fearless lotus feet. Kindly engage me in your personal service and save me. So coming back to that question, which was, I mean, which sense to control? So it is the tongue. So the tongue has to be controlled by eating prasadam and chanting Hare Krishna. And to be able to constantly chant Hare Krishna, we have to hear Shravanam. So we have to hear about Krishna and then we will be inspired to chant about Krishna and we will know what to chant about Krishna. Unless we hear, we do not know what to speak about Krishna. And once we are convinced, that conviction happens in the the intelligence discriminates because the uh, sword of knowledge is sharpened. The inter- what is that? Omagyana Timiranda Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshuran Militam Yena Tasmai Sri Guru So he forcefully opens our eyes with the um, with knowledge. So then our discrimination can be proper. Then with the intelligence we can control our mind. Mind has to be controlled by intelligence and intelligence needs to be controlled by the spiritual energy which is Krishna. Uh, Krishna's instruction is spiritual and with that spiritual instruction our our intelligence can be controlled, uh, can be strong. Then it will have the power to control the mind and then the mind will control the rest of the senses. But unless we control the tongue first, uh, the, the, the entry point is the tongue. And then the whole thing starts. Sevan Mukhe Hijih Vadao. Okay, so any other questions? We'll stop here. Grantra Srimad Bhagavatam Ki. Shiva Prabhupada Ki. Itai Gaur Premanande.